it, it's it's dawned on me recently that I, as much as it seems like I have OCD, like in my own head, I think I recognize that I have some sort of like OCD problem. Dude, this is a mess in front of me, and it's starting to make me nervous. And I think it finally hit home. Like, how many, I have? Hold on, one, two, three, four. I have six tobaccos, four different types of whiskey, my coffee. But then what makes this creepy is staring at me. Is this fucking staghead. And it is scaring me. <laughs> it's so scary. Dude, he's just fucking like locked eyes. And for a minute, I actually... We just froze, gazing into each other's eyes. The universe has many horrors yet to throw at us. This is not the end of our struggle. This is just the beginning of our crusade to save humanity. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only war, there is only dice and pipes. And we're back. Dice and Pipes, Wrath and Glory Edition. 40k Warhammer. You know, I never introduced the podcast as a Wrath and Glory podcast on the 40k side. I think I always say, thanks for listening to the Dyson Pipes Warhammer edition. And if you think about it, this is really just Wrath and Glory. Fuck the rest of Warhammer 40k. We're focused solely on Wrath and Glory until a newer better version comes <laughs> I'm Chris. Along with me is Brian. Hey, Brian, everybody. how are you? Hi. I'm great. You're great today. I'm great. You're great every day. I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, you just, I'm a beacon of positivity. Are you now? Yes. Uh, until the toast. So, <clears throat> we're out in the West Cabin. It is a brisk 50 degrees out. Let me tell you. What? Let me tell you, good sir. This is the best time of year. Yes. For me. No. Overall, for everybody. The trees mm-hmm. are, the are a menagerie of colors. We have some green in the in the pine trees. The uh well, pine the trees coniferous should always be green. Are des- are deciduous trees. They're called evergreen. They are. They are forever green. Yes. But the deciduous trees yes, yes. combat the green with their own uh, plethora of colors. We have brown and yellow, and mm-hmm. dare I say, yes, red. Uh, I see it now. The smell of leaves on the ground crunching under my feet. The briskness in the air. The fact that the pool is closed, I don't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> Even during the winter, you don't have to deal with it. So it's like the leaves fall, the branches come down, and they land on the, uh, like, what do you put over it like a tarp what? i said what do you put over it like a tarp did you say what do i pour over it no i said put what do you put fuck yes i knew it fuck i knew it on warhammer god damn it wrath and glory edition when you fuck up your words you find yourself in a roll to drink situation Should and I just as, grab all my dice as always yes on warhammer mm-hmm. we roll five dice five dice with a difficulty of nine as always. No, why, why, why even look? Excuse me. Excuse me. God damn it. Now I don't give a fuck about your pool. God, fuck. The autumn or the fall is quintessentially the best season. Are you purposely using big words to prove that you're not going to roll to drink today? No. I always use big words. I love to pontificate. Pontificate? Yes. I'm fascinated by this. What I meant to say was the cover, the pool cover that you have. There's no maintenance on that during the the year? Because I would think it's like leaves fall. Like you don't have to clean that off. You just leave that until uh, the summer. Fuck it. Yeah. They'll just compost right on top of the... Yeah, they'll disintegrate in the the snow. That's inevitable. Very good. Well, now that we've covered that, son of a bitch, five with a D and a nine. Oh, God. As always. All the time, every week. Like, I don't even know why I'm, like, lamenting this. It's, it's just common <laughs> knowledge. Everybody knows. Um, Let's talk about the stag head. It's, 
Dude, it's creeping me out. Are you allowed to say retard anymore? It, I need you to retard your anger? Yes. Oh. You have to say... Phys- no, physically challenged? No, a physical challenge was in Double Dare. That's true. So that that's not what you call with it. With Mark Summers. Mark Summers. Remember the one where you had to climb into the mouth with all the green shit on the tongue? Yes. Ugh. It was awesome. That was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. What um, about what, 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 Wild and Crazy Kids? What the hell was that? I don't know. It was three teams of kids doing physical challenges. In Double Dare? No. It was a different oh, it was show. just a completely Wild and different Crazy show. Kids. Oh, no, no, no. I don't remember that. Oh. Never heard of it. <clears throat> you ever watch Hey Dude? Hey Dude. No. I've heard of that. That was a Nickelodeon thing, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I've I've never watched that. Right to me, stick stickly, P.O. Box nine six three, New York City, New York State one oh one. Oh wait. No, you see, as a kid, I didn't have a TV. My my father had binoculars, so I used to grab the binoculars and I would watch the neighbors' TV. That's how I would watch Double Dare. We weren't allowed to have a TV. Yep. So on today's show. But wait, didn't you have a marjol? I did. I'm kidding. Oh. That would be creepy. No, I use the binoculars for other things. Oh, okay. <laughs> not creepy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, not creepy at all. No, no, no. That's fine. Um, fuck, where were we going with that? The stag head. And you wanted to call it retarded. Yeah, but I'm trying and to I'm, think I'm, of like the proper... I'm rapidly dissuading you from doing that. You, you don't think I should... He looks cross-eyed. Okay. Hold on. Let me just... Is he? Just the way that he was staring at me appeared to be a little cross-eyed, and it was making me slightly uncomfortable. I believe uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jaeger's chalice of fumbles is afflicted with a lazy eye in his left eye. That's what it is. Uh, maybe not lazy, maybe unmotivated. Uh, okay, that, that's fair. Do you think it's because he's been drinking, or do you think that's just a, a physical Malady? ailment that he's yeah. suffering from? Yeah. I think he was born that way. Poor guy. Okay, no, no, no. I feel bad for him. That, that's fine. I feel bad for him. It's just, when you look at him, if I look into his left eye, the right on my side, it looks like he's making eye contact with me. But when I look at his right eye, no, he's staring. He's like gazing into the stars. Right. And it's very confusing. I, I don't know what to believe. I don't know if he's looking at me. Right. He's looking beyond me. And that makes me very uncomfortable. Don't stop believing. And I tell that part of feeling. She is just an uptown girl. Drowsy that the blood me bound. Way safe to the train that keeps going on and on and on. You're just mumbling words <laughs> to make it seem like you're singing a song, which is no, what? Oh, those are the lyrics. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I should I should go online and look up the who is that Journey? I haven't heard that song four million times. Of course, I know the lyrics yeah, verbatim. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, go ahead. Toke away. What are you smoking over there? I have still, which is delicious, the uh, Sutliff Crumble Cake, Red Virginia, provided by Clyde. I am a big fan. Of the tanginess. And there is something, and we had talked about this in the D&D episode, there is something about like taking a huge sniff out of a jar or a tin of this particular uh, tobacco and just getting smashed in the face with that Virginia, not Virginia, that, what yeah. am I looking for? Well, it's Virginia. Oh, oh vinegar, vinegar, vinegar. That yeah. vinegar smell. It just fucking overwhelms you, clears your sinuses out. And it reminds me of another tobacco that I have and... Now I can't remember what it was. That was just very heavy in the vinegar. And I can't remember if it was... It wasn't that Newminster, because I cracked that open last week. It was something else. And now I have to like open all my tins. Fuck aging shit. I'm just going to open up everything. <laughs> just to, to find, find the answer. I have to, I have to get to the bottom of this. It reminds me of my favorite beverage. Picklebacks. Stop it. That does not remind me of a pickleback. Yeah, the, the, the vinegar... Pickle juice. No, I'm not throwing up after, like, ingesting this. Listen, it's a delicious shot of tequila, Mm -hmm. followed by a delicious shot of... Pickle juice. Super dill, like, super vinegary. Okay. Pickle juice. That's gross. It is amazing. No, that's, that's pretty disgusting. I would love to know the percentage of people out there 
what do you think? There's how many people that live in this country? 300 million? We'll just round it out. 300 million. Out of the 300 million, let's say we have what? 200 million adults? Well, out of the 200 million adults. So hold on, wait, wait. 200 million adults divided by 50 states. See if okay. I right, right. Uh, does my calculator go that high? Mm-hmm. Let's find out. That's 4 million. 200. That's 4 million. Thousand. Not thousand. Million. Million. There you go. Divided by 50. It's mm-hmm. 4 million. How'd you do that so fast? Yeah, yeah. I know it's crazy. I have an abacus in my head. Yeah. So, okay. So, on average. Okay. I don't know why we have to break it down by state. Well, because we're going to divide and then count to it. Addition through subtraction. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I understand. I understand. So now, out of the 200 million adults, how many do you think drink? Let's say half. Fuck. Okay, so now 2 million per state are drinking. So 2 million per state are drinking. Out of that, how many people do you think have tried, not enjoyed, but tried a pickleback? This is why it's important to do it by state. So oh, I would okay. say uh-huh. probably everyone south. I think it's a southern thing. So everyone's south of the Mason-Dixon line. So we shouldn't be drinking it up here. So it never belonged here. Just like the zebra mussels that afflict the waterways of Excuse New York me? State. The zebra mussels. They don't belong here. Zebra mussels? Yeah. So don't get uh, me off track. Are we like, so, like bivalves? Zebra mussels? Like mussels? Yeah. Like clams and mussels. Yeah. There's They're like barnacles. Yeah, it's a big problem in the waterways of New York State. They don't belong here. <laughs> um, so now we're talking about the lower... Did you get struck by lightning yesterday and like now all of a sudden you know this? <laughs> no, I've always known it. Um, so my dad taught me about it when he was teaching me about power from the ah, hips. Ah, yes! Uh, that's a retro episode for one day. Dad stories. Ooh. <laughs> uh like the time he got drunk and thought I was stealing beer, and to prove that I wasn't stealing beer, he put a cigarette out in his hand. What did that prove? Nothing. Of course not. But in his mind, fucking... He won. Blowing things away. He fucking won. All right, so let's say Virginia, mm-hmm. Alabama. Mm-hmm. So this is a regional thing. Are you trying to list southern states? Yeah. Okay, so Louisiana, Arkansas, Alabama, Georgia, Florida... North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia. West Virginia. How south do you want to go? I think that's pretty south. So that's so we'll call it 10 states. Okay. So 20 million people. 20 million people. Out of those 20 million, how many think... What? Why is it... Fuck. Your just, problem is you stop and then your eyes go wide. Because I know I fucked up and I'm just an honest fella. <laughs> Fuck. And of course, I sent my dice flying <laughs> along with my cigar and my tamper. Oh, and of course, uh, yeah. Yeah, five with a nine. Nope. Excuse me. Okay, so we have 20 million people. Now, we're not talking about the amount of people that have enjoyed a pickleback. How many of those 20 million do you think have tried a pickleback? Because my guess... 18 million. You're out of your fucking mind if you think 99% of Southern drinkers have tried a pickleback. 17 million. You're still at like the 95% mark. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sticking to it. I'm thinking maybe 5%. So what is that, like 400? 5%. Yes, I don't think this is a very prevalent There's, drink. The, okay, let's do a smaller sample size. You, okay. your wife, me, my wife. No, that's that's not and fair. Now, and now your son. No, you've introduced it to all of us. So that, that's there you different. go. But there are a million drinks. When I go to the bar, I haven't tried every drink that's at the bar. And every time I go to a bar, when I say, oh, can I get a pickleback? They don't look at me like, what? What? They all know exactly what I want. Bullshit. We went to that bar. They looked at you like you were fucking like a foreigner. I don't remember. I would call you an illegal alien, but we're not allowed to say that anymore. It's illegal. It's illegal to say illegal alien. Well, stop saying it. I'm not saying it. I, that's why I said foreigner, because that sounds softer. You're lucky I don't know any foreigner songs off the top of my head. I'm rapidly going through the Rolodex. <laughs> uh, if you had never told me anything about a pickleback... Nobody would know anything if somebody didn't tell them. 
Yeah, but they exist. Therefore, right. like people would know because it, it exists. It's not like I feel like we're very adversarial today. Oh, just wait. Yes. What? What well, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Five be better. Nine. Oh, oh. <laughs> so it's my fault. I see. Um <laughs> so I'm going with let's say ten percent. All right, so we said twenty million people. So we're gonna say two million people have tried picklebacks. Out of the two million, how many do you think like it? Three million. Out of the two million, three million like it. Yes. I think your numbers are way off. Let's split the difference. Split the baby, as they say. Yes. So I okay. said 17 million. You said 2 million. Mm-hmm. Let's call it 10. Eight. We'll go 10. 10 million. Even numbers. So 50% of the people have tried picklebacks. Yes. How many do you think enjoyed it? All of them. No. Oh, no, 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 because you don't like it because you're a fucking weirdo. So figure <laughs> how many percentage of the people are weirdos. Two percent. There's two percent fucking weirdos out there. I'm going to break this down for everybody. We were at a retirement party. Yes. Brian decides to share with everybody Christmas the concept. Party. It was a Christmas party. Okay, the perfect time for a pickle. Yeah, pack. why not? No, no, no. That's safe. Um, Pickles and Christmas. Yeah, no, they go hand in hand. I always eat dills during Christmas. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so we're right at the bar. How many people do you think you convinced to try this pickleback? A dozen. There was no. I forced everyone. <laughs> It was under compulsion. So that's why the number is so high. <laughs> because there's giant retards like me. People are compelled. People. <laughs> so we have the, uh, th- this is almost like the 2016 election where you think you know what's going to happen, but in reality, the complete opposite happens. So you think that so many people enjoy picklebacks, but in reality, <laughs> that's not the case. They don't want to embarrass themselves. They don't want to share with everybody that they are adamantly <laughs> it did, opposed. It did, to be fair, yes. it did induce one of our friends to vomiting. Yes. <laughs> First of all, there were a, a a cornucopia of people that just decided, nah, fuck that. That sounds disgusting. I'm not trying that. Okay, so that ruled out a majority of the people. The people that you convinced to try it, there were a significant portion of those that didn't throw up, but they looked like they were not happy. <laughs> not happy. That's not how I remember it's it. It's like you you forced them to drink antifreeze. That's not how I remember it. I remember everyone doing the cheersy, the cheersies, and then everyone fucking downed it, and we all were hugging and laughing and being merry. Um, didn't you fall asleep on the hood of your car that night? <laughs> that was my wife. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So. After she started wandering around the neighborhood with reckless abandon. <laughs> Just <laughs> totally aimless. Yeah. Lost in Long Island. Ah, Brian, Brian, Brian. Oh, my God. We didn't even finish uh, talking about what we're smoking and drinking. We, we went on the, the pickleback tangent. <laughs> so real quick, again, I have this Sutliff uh, crumble cake, Red Virginia, delicious. That's right, because it was, I want to say ammonia. That's what the pickleback tastes like. Um, my tobacco tastes like vinegar. Or at least it has that vinegar property, which is really good. It's very tangy. It's a, um, again, we mentioned this on the uh, D&D episode. It, it harkens thoughts of um, McClellan 5100. I think it needs a little age on it, and it'll be much better. Coupled with that, again, I'm still drinking the uh, Jameson Irish Whiskey Caskmates Stout Edition, which has been aged in uh, some fine beer barrels. And this was thanks to Grateful Dog. Grateful Dog on Reddit. Yes. Thank you, Grateful In Dog. In the Pipe Tobacco subreddit community. Fine gentleman. How about yourself? A we, real whiskey dick. He is a whiskey dick. I don't know if he listens. I don't know if he just was was hooked by one of those great pictures that you posted over there. But, yes, that was a fine recommendation, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I also am drinking the, the Stout Jameson uh, Cask Barrel 300 and okay. the GLP's Odyssey Balkan which uh, is almost gone already. I fucking rifled through this son of a bitch. The tin? No, 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 the, the bowl. Oh, I was about to say. I have my Rossi uh, author, my uh, my English Balkan pipe. I like it. Yeah, it's a cool pipe. It's rusticated? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good look. I think my next pipe, I want a volcano shape. Ooh. Or a Rhodesian. A Rhodesian Ridgeback. Right. I saw mm-hmm. who made it. I think Peterson. There's a quiz? No. Oh. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde? Peterson. Yeah, they're very cool. I might get one of those. Yeah. Uh, for those who are uninitiated, the, the Jekyll and Hyde is uh, various shapes of pipe. But ASMR. 
I had an itch on my nose. Be careful. There's always monsters crawling on your microphone. No, don't take the windscreen. You're not allowed. Very, I'm safe. Very professional. I had a check, dude. No, you you did. After you rubbed it all, oh my God, it's on your nose. Nope. Okay. Uh, I don't want to get So bit. Peterson has a various shapes of pipes in their Jekyll and Hyde collection, and mm-hmm. so half mm-hmm. of the pipe is finished, smooth, and the other half is uh, either sandblasted or rusticated, and it's split right down the middle uh, of the pipe, so it's Jekyll and Hyde, or Two-Faced, perhaps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, it's a cool-looking pipe. <laughs> Um, I didn't even point this out in the uh, the D and D side. I'm smoking my unfinished Savinelli Series Three, thanks to the Pipe Nook, which is a cool little pipe. I was looking mm-hmm. at pipes and cigars. Okay, and they sell hobby blocks for twenty five dollars. You want to attempt to carve your own pipe? I think so. Okay. All right. I think so. How much are they? Twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. It's like real briar. Yeah. Okay. I would try it. No, not the garbage man. I wish. Still building that house, I guess. It's never ending. How long does it take to build a fucking house? Well, it took me like three fucking years. Yeah, but you had a turtle. Turtle killed me. You had a turtle situation. I'm still looking for that son of a bitch. I go down there like once a month. I'm hunting him out. I take my guns and a bow and arrow. Just in case. You never know. I don't know what kind of fucking turtle it is. Right. Could be rabbit. Could be a ninja turtle. Could be Michelangelo. Son of a bitch got nunchucks. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, we talked about what you're drinking. I just want to get right into the toast. Okay. If that's okay with you. Yeah, that's fine. Today on the Dyson Pipes, Wrath and Glory podcast. Today. I want everybody to raise their glass. Well, hold on. My glass is empty. Excuse me. Fuck. I'm not quite sure how this toast is going to go. We're going to see where this leads to. But today, okay. on this fine program, today we are toasting to Brian. What? I'm toasting to you, Brian. No, these are things that we don't like. That's the the gimmick of the show. I'm toasting. I'm not raising my glass to that. No, no, no. You should, because I'm toasting specifically to your lighter habits. Staring at me in your garbage can is your crack lighter, and you've been using this crack lighter for quite some time. Now, prior to this crack lighter, um, you were kind enough to purchase for both myself and yourself a nice Bic, no, not Bic, Zippo pipe lighter, which is... What you hear all the time. No, 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 no. Don't, don't try to be fake. Yours does have a much crisper sound. But that's because... Why is yours uh, a little crisper, Brian? Because I, I treat it nicer than you do. No, you because it's brand new. Around. No, it's brand new. It's brand new. Let, let's be real here. I should make you drink for lying. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian was kind enough to, uh, to purchase both of us uh, some nice Zippo lighters. And I've carried this lighter every single time I go to smoke a pipe. Where's your lighter, Brian? It ran out of fluid, and then I lost it. Yeah, I'm sure it ran out of fluid, and then you lost it. So you misplaced it. It's gone. And instead of of getting another Zippo pipe lighter, you've been using (coughs) a crack lighter. You you remind me of driving down the streets of downtown Brooklyn at like 2 in the morning, where you see a group of fine individuals huddled in a corner near like the side of a bodega and they're all trying to stay warm while they light a crack stem with a articulating Bic lighter. But finally, that lighter is in the trash. Last week, that lighter died? Two weeks ago. Three weeks ago. It was three weeks? Yeah. You son of a bitch. So you've had three weeks to prepare for a new lighter. Thank <laughs> you for making the... I've been using the, the... You've been using a Bic. Yeah. A regular Bic, which, I, look, I've fallen victim to also. I've either forgotten to bring this one over, I ran out of fluid. So you, you purchased yourself a new Bic lighter, not a Bic lighter, a new Zippo lighter, and wh- what, do you, what do you not have to put in the Zippo lighter? I can't find my lighter fluid. The lighter fluid's gone. Son of a bitch. So let me ask you a question. Every single time that you light a pipe, do you do this? And then grab the Bic? No. And then... 
No. Why not? Listen. What? Motherfucker. All I care about is getting... All I care about? <laughs> You're really, really just buying into the Southern... What are you counting over? <laughs> what are you doing? You never know. You have to count. Yeah, it's possible. I'm one success. Oh, good, 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 good. All I care about mm-hmm. is getting the delicious tobacco into the pipe. Yes. And lighting it on fire. All right, I don't need all the pomp and circumstance. All right, I've used fucking screws as, screws. as a tamper. You've used a screw. Yeah, I've used a chapstick tube. As a tamper. Listen, if I cannot find my check tool, I refuse to smoke a pipe. Well, that's the difference between you and me. Yeah, I have class, and you're just sitting there. Yeah, you, you're a fucking, you're, you're a showboat. Uh, I'm a showboat? I fuck, you know what, go ahead. This is your toast. Sorry. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Please. No, I'm sorry that I fucking got you into the pipe smoking community. I'm sorry that I bought you the fucking lighters. I'm sorry that we're doing this fucking podcast. I'm fucking sorry. Go ahead. About fucking time that you recognize the problem here. You should be sorry. You know what you should buy me? You actually should buy me a journal because I'm starting to get confused as to the the pipe tobacco that I'm smoking here. That should be your next uh, purchase. Look, all I ask is, look, we're doing this for the listener. This isn't for us. This has evolved into something more. This is now for, for the fellas on Reddit, all these whiskey dicks out there on Instagram, the people that are kind enough to, to listen in on uh, you know Apple Podcasts who are just they're just still they're holding back they're waiting they're waiting to give us a five star and I think they're not doing it yet because you keep lighting your pipes with a fucking crack lighter and they're just kind of on the fence they're like I don't know I want to give this podcast a five star Chris is very classy he's got these nice pipes all this tobacco he's always you know doing the right thing and then here's Brian with his fucking you hear this articulating it sounds like you're bending rebar <laughs> and you hear the flinch strike of a fucking Bic lighter. And they know that we're better than this. You have that beautiful pipe. Why would you disparage that good goddamn pipe with a Bic lighter? It's terrible. Because all that's required is a soft flame, not a hard flame. No, no. At least we're in agreement there. No hard flame. I have hard water. I don't need hard flames, too. No, 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 no. We're not smoking fucking cigars in here. Fuck that. I'd just assume die. I almost want to take whatever is inside of my lighter, the cotton fibers that absorb the lighter fluid, and squeeze half of it out. Like a like a like a flammable nectarine. <laughs> yes. Purge the fluid from my lighter, half of its essence into your lighter so we could both share in the lighting love. Can that I see it? Let's zip. see if I can do it. What, what are you going to do? No, I'm afraid. I'm not. Come on. You tend to throw things out the door. You've hit I'm, Barry in the face before with shit. That like, was you. No, it wasn't me. That was... That was Let me see if I can get some of that juice into Let's here. See. Let's see. This is an experiment. What are you doing? <laughs> what? Dude, my fucking lighter. That's what I think of your fucking what? toast. Why would you throw my fucking lighter? Li- oh, excuse me. Let me see if this works. Listen to this. Good. Hold on, let me fix this. Much like the Lord, I giveth and I taketh away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fixed it. It was a kind gesture. I give you my lighter, hoping that you were going to, like a rag, you know? Just fucking, what, what do you call that? Just twist the rag. Maybe take some, some, some excess fuel out of it. Dump it into yours. Maybe we can both partake in this, this beautiful friendship or lighter friendship. Even though I am going to say, in all honesty, you, did, uh, you, you got yourself a nice little, uh, a nice little Zippo. I like, I like the fact that it's black, like this matte finish. It's got like a cool feel to it. Now, maybe if one day you'll actually invest in some lighter fluid, we can... I thought I had it. Okay. Well, you didn't, you know? I don't know what to say. I thought I had a uh, 
a contract to play Major League Baseball, but I don't. I'm here in a cabin. That's right. What? what You're fucking here <laughs> in this fucking <laughs> pine coffin in the woods, this, this den of misery. Here we are <laughs> forever. Five out of nine. Unbelievable. Always making things. Oh, well, they, they've always been that way. What am I thinking? Are you done? No, I'm not. Oh. I'm not. Now I'm not. I was going to be done. Oh, let me take a sip. Very sad. I just want us to be classy. That, that's, that's, all, that's all I ask for. That's all the fans. Look, I get private messages from fans all the time. They're like, look, this show would be 10 times better as long as I didn't have to hear a Bic lighter being flicked all the time. Yep, don't do it. Nope, you're turning people off. With You know how from uh, It's a Wonderful Life, that Christmas movie, yes. every yes. every time a bell rings and Angel gets its wings, every time a Bic lighter flicks, we lose a listener. <laughs> we just lost like 10 listeners. Yeah, but they're probably all from Bangladesh or... What's wrong with Bangladesh? Newfoundland or whatever the fuck. Nah, these are great people. I think we picked up people, more people from Spain. We're just getting people all over the world. Spain people seem like they're classy people. That's what I'm talking about. And the more you flick it, the more we lose listeners. And it's very sad. It, it I want the pipe what? smoker that's fucking in a metal shop working with his hands, fabricating things with a fucking cob clenched between his teeth. That guy takes his fucking entire head and puts it on that coal-lit fire. He doesn't even use a lighter. He just dips his That's face right. in there. That's You a represent the fucking, the finer things no. in life. I represent the fucking men getting their hands dirty. I represent the blacksmiths out there. No. Mm-hmm. no. Yep. That's just the way I see it. I'm just pointing out you the You represent truth. the prince buying the sword. The prince buying I the sword. I represent the bat. The, the Batman. <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Lots of dice. Come on, you fuck. Why do I sense a one on the wrath die? We were just talking about this before we yes, recorded. Yes, please, please, please. Ever since Sam's Chalice of Fumbles came into Ooh. the West Cabin. You've been cursed. What happened? I almost passed it, too. What, uh, hold on. How many did you have without the one? How many do you have? Four. Oh. How is that almost passed? It's not even half. F- five with a nine. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nice. Why do I always forget? No, you, we're always close. That's the way it feels. Ever since this fucking chalice has come into here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a one every single episode. How is this fucking possible? It's Sam. He did this to you. God, it's fucking screw. I think we need to set aside our differences and become united in our cause to fight against the dark energy that's been brought into this place by Sam. All right. I think you're right. All right. Um, to Kinsmen and Bix. What? We just... How do you drink... Hold on. How do you drink to that? We just fucking... I already did. We just declared to set aside our differences. And we are. Oh, so that was the final straw. That, that's what it was. Okay. I'm watching you. <laughs> got my eyes on you. I got my eye on Somebody's you. Somebody's watching me. I'm gonna kind of thing. Fucking. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Yeah, we might be done permanently. <laughs> Warning, the following gameplay includes scenes of extreme violence and gore. Listener discretion is advised. I think it's time to make a phone call. Calling in a lifeline. Ooh. But I believe I told the Inquisitor that I would touch base in the evening. Yes. Which is what I'm going to do. Okay. So we're reaching out to the Inquisitor. Yes. Report. A few updates since we last spoke. Go ahead. 
the idea of trying to create a war between these two gangs failed. Uh, surprisingly, um, I was actually taken prisoner. Uh, and along the way, um, was befriended by an orc who was a rival to Redbreast. His efforts now, he's helping us. He's helping me. Um, I retrieved the data slate that belonged to a demon. There have been a lot of new developments here. What's on the slate? It's been locked. And I don't believe... Cyrus I, isn't able to open it? I did not make Cyrus aware of the data slate. While I applaud your... discretion, Cyrus can be trusted. Well, there is the potential based on how this next objective unfolds that I will be able to uh, rendezvous with Cyrus. But there is more. Um, I did investigate and I will upload photos of Saul's body. Um, some interesting developments. There are nanomachines contained within Wizard. When they are introduced to the bloodstream, they seem to bind to blood cells in sort of a kind of stasis state. Located in Saul's body was a transmitter. And that transmitter is on a steady countdown. We are down to approximately 40 hours. Now what takes place after that is unknown to everybody. I think it's safe to assume that at the end of 40 hours, some signal is going to be sent out, um, which could potentially cause these nanomachines to awake and perform whatever heresy uh, that they performed on Saul. Saul seemed to be an experiment. It looked like he was bound and injected with wizard. And then again, a transmitter was introduced into him, which caused these nanomachines to operate, leading to the, um, the machinery that was, that was found on and in his body, which, according to the tech priest, was something that had never been seen before, being that the machinery was fused directly to flesh. Now... We were able to, in taking a look at the transmitter that was found on his body, get coordinates to where this transmission is being received from. We are currently at the location. My hope is to disable the, the, uh, the satellite that appears to be on the top of this building. But the fear is that this is probably not the only one. I almost feel as though this planet is a lost cause. And I think there's one more major development that you need to be made aware of. And that is who is behind all of this. Originally, through my reconnaissance and research, I was under the impression that it was merely a character by the name of Ghost, and he was the bad actor in all of this. But Ghost is merely a player, an agent for a higher demonic power. And that power is Slanesh. See what you can uncover at this satellite relay. In the meantime, I will begin exterminus rituals. Is there any way, once you disable the satellite, will you be able to tell if it is the only one in, act uh, in action? I will try to uncover the truth behind that. And I will report back after this mission is complete. May the Emperor protect. And he disconnects. Ooh, pardon me. How does this building look? And I, and I would think that we park this fucking... Uh, we park like a decent distance yeah. away so we can approach it on foot. It looks like it's about three or four stories tall. Uh, circular, more or less, in shape with this satellite dish on the top. Okay. Um, various windows, a couple of doors. Uh, it looks like it is. it was not constructed for this purpose. It looks like it just was some kind of communication array that was originally built and has been repurposed. All right. And it's nighttime. Yes. All right, I'm going to take out my uh, magnoculars and just going to kind of survey the scene. I want to see if there's any patrols. Uh, give me a awareness test. Difficulty one. Uh, with a plus one bonus dice if you need it, if you didn't. Uh... Uh, I pass and I can shift one. Okay. Uh, you can tell that there's power to the building, but you don't see any patrols out front. Okay. All right, I take out my personal EMP device. Oh, no, I don't have one of those. Shit. 
All right, so I, I look to Boots and I say, hey, listen, I know you like to be loud and proud. I said, but we're, we're going to try to be a little more tactful, at least approaching this building. And if shit goes sideways, then feel free to kill motherfuckers. All right. All right, just if you can't follow my lead. Sure. And I start making my way towards the building using cover. Uh, so you approach the building. It's eerily quiet. Uh, and there's like a fence around the outside of it. The door, the gate to it is uh, open. Uh, there's nothing stopping you from walking in. And you find yourself at the base of this building. No cameras that you can see. It's very... Um, if you didn't know any better, you would say it was just abandoned. Or... Uh, uh, automated at the least. Okay. Alright, so I'll attempt to gain access into the building. Uh, are we gonna like, kind of do like a perimeter check or are we just gonna find a door that we think we can get in and... Go well, in? as I circle around the building, if I find okay. uh, an entrance, I'm gonna, I'm going in. You don't find any, you find a few entrances uh, but if you were to circle around the entire building you also find a, uh, a lighter ship which will bring you out of orbit. I'm sorry? It's a transport ship. That's in the rear of this location? Yes. Now, why would a transport ship be parked behind this building? Hmm. Okay. I make a mental note. Oh, I'm going to try to enter the building. All right. Uh, the doors are unlocked. How far away is the ship from the building? Like, is it undercover? Like, it, no, did it seem like somebody landed it and tried to, like... No. Just out in the open? Yep. It would be in the front head you approached from that direction. Okay. All right. So, you said the door is open. So, I just... Excuse me. I open up the door, and I just... I peek my head in to see if I see anyone or hear anything from inside. Lots of dead bodies. Lots of dead bodies? Like, how many dead bodies? Like, a dozen? A lot of dead bodies. It appears to be like the staff that worked here. Okay. All right, I, I ready my bulk gun. <clears throat> I make my way into the building. Okay. Uh, as you meander your way through the building, the, the smell of uh, old iron is thick in the air from all the blood. Right. Uh, you're not a... You're not, if, you, if you want, you can try and examine these bodies to see how long they've been dead. No, I don't even care. Okay. Uh, so as you make your way through this building, not you don't hear anything uh, other than lots of dead bodies. Um, you don't see anything other than that that sticks out to you. There's okay. no servitors anywhere. No servo skulls. There's nothing. All right. That's not an eerie sign. All right. So um, we'll continue to make our way up the uh, up the building towards the roof. So on the third level uh, is the control room for this equipment. And it's behind a sealed door. Uh, it, picture like an antechamber in the center. So it, it's almost like a like an exterior catwalk that walks around this center chamber. Uh, all glass for the center chamber with all the controls and everything. Again, more dead people. And uh, you see one solitary figure standing inside this chamber operating a cogitator. Uh, it's a tall, thin person wearing almost like a, like a black trench coat with uh, some kind of uh, like a hood over it. The entry point into this chamber, is it open or he's like sealed inside of it? Uh, it the door's closed. We're not sure if it's locked or not. But it's all glass. Yes, with one door. Okay. His back is to the door? Yes. Oh, boy. All right. I whisper to Boots, and I tell him, see if you can make your way to the roof. And when you get up there, examine that satellite and see if there's any way that you can disable it. Any wires or power source that you leading see leading to that satellite. See if you can you can cut them or Roger that. Excellent. 
So he kind of like on all fours almost like crawling like a baby starts going off and doing his thing. Okay. All right. So I will uh, quietly make my way to the door. Okay. I don't... (laughs) These fucking looks that you give. And gently, I will push on the door to see if it opens. And it does. All right. I'm just going to open the door enough that I can kind of lean into it. Mm -hmm. And shoulder my bolt gun. Okay. And I'm going to aim and shoot this guy in the leg. Okay. As your finger starts squeezing on the trigger... You just lock, and you can't move anymore. It almost feels like uh, an elephant is sitting on you, like the pressure is immense around your entire body. Not only that, uh, but you suddenly feel a little lighter, and you start lifting up off the ground. No, that's not good. And there's a decided change in temperature. Everything around you starts getting significantly colder. So cold, in fact... That in roughly 20 meters or so in every direction, the ground starts to freeze. The person in front of you also starts lifting off the ground. And they start slowly spinning towards you. All right. As they spin towards you. Can I roll a confusion test? <laughs> as they spin toward you uh, slowly, their, their physical form starts to kind of distort and it starts getting kind of fuzzy. And it almost feels like the air is being sucked out of the room. When he finally faces you, he sees a younger looking guy. Uh, It's kind of, you know, the image is kind of going fuzzy and, and clear, fuzzy and clear. And lightning rips from their body and starts electrifying the entire room rapidly and viciously almost like you're being pulled you're yanked face to face with this person their eyes are glowing various iridescent colors and without saying a word you're launched backwards through the door the door blows off the hinges and you slam against the back wall and drop to the ground as does the person in front of you he also drops to the ground and takes his jacket and kind of just throws it off you see kind of like a thin, gangly man, a uh, human, uh, with like a sleeveless shirt, kind of tattered pants, but very thin, and longer hair, and his hair is just kind of like hovering in the air. Like static electricity. Like right, when right. you take a balloon and rub it, you know. All right, I go to stand up. Can I stand up? Yes. Or, okay. All right, so I stand up and I do the same thing. I, I shoulder my bulk gun. All right. Three times a charm. So I I get to my feet. And just like before, I ready my bolt gun. Yes. Against your shoulder. Well, because everybody knows that you can't shoulder a bolt. Like, who the fuck would say shoulder a bolt gun? Some fucking asshole. Losers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so stupid. (laughs) And kind of in like a wise-ass tone, I just kind of smirk at him and be like, you okay? This drug is amazing, Bannon. It unlocks the mind. It unlocks the real potential. It unlocks everything that we possibly could be. And here you are, trying to stop me. And he holds his hand out. Uh, What's your defense? My defense is a two. And... Ooh. Out of his hand, he launches pure psychic energy, and it slams into you, causing one mortal wound. Oh, man. I think this will be fun. Do me a favor. Give me a 66. 66, not 6D. 66. You want to roll 6 die? No. 66. You want to roll 60 dice? (laughs) Yes. 60 dice. 15. After these bolts of energy slam into you, you can feel um, the the air is like growing thin. It's almost hard to breathe. Okay. 
you're up. All right, so um, I will take aim at his chest and say, ghost. And then I pull the trigger. What do I need? Five. Now I hit and I can shift. One. How far away is he from me? Uh, probably about eight meters. Oh, shit. Okay. 13 damage. He's going to attempt to soak. He takes one damage. Oh, wow. That's going to be a good battle. So uh, he takes a step forward. Not closing the gap at all, but he says, yes, Ghost is the name that I'm presently using. How did you get involved in all this? Just a concerned citizen. He puts his hand out. And I, sh- I shake it. <laughs> uh, the center of his palm starts g- glowing like a like white, orangey color, and a beam of molten flame just erupts from his hand right toward you. What's your resilience? 32. <laughs> Nine. And it causes 18 damage. Holy shit. Does that take you out? No, almost, I think. Hold on. Let me... Um, 18 damage? So I have to mitigate nine damage. No. Well, I have to try to... You soak? Yeah. So how does soak work again? I take the value of soak. Your soak number right. is the number of dice you can roll. So to activate soak, you spend one shock. All right, so hold on. Let me mark my shock to five. And then you roll whatever your shock number dice is. And however many successes you have mitigates that amount of damage. Wait, so now I roll how much shock I have left? No. I roll the amount of soak soak. number. Okay. And for every wound you soak, it converts it to shock. Okay. Oh, man. I I basically have to soak. I only have five left in my shock. I have, to, I have to soak every single one of them to have one damage left. Uh, let's see. I'm going to spend my last point of wrath to reroll failures. Okay. All right. So I end up soaking five. So my shock is down to zero. You're and not- then I take the balance, right? Yes. So I'm down to one wound. And you're out of shock? Yeah, I have no shock. All right, so now you're also exhausted. Very tired. <laughs> very, very tired. Uh, what does exhaustion do? You may only take a basic move action, a regular action, or disengage. Well, if I <clears throat> if I attempt to move, that gives him... Right, when I... I'm sorry. If I move without disengaging, he gets a free attack. Right? It's very similar to right. D&D rules, correct? So basically, okay. you can only pick one thing to do. Right. So I can either shoot, move, and get attacked first before I move, or disengage, but then I'm still just standing there. Right. All right. So I'm going to attack. Okay. Five is the difficulty. And I had. I get fourteen points. He soaks everything. Oh my god. Okay. Give me an awareness test. Difficulty one. Uh, you notice the lights start to flicker. Okay. You also notice that Ghost kind of looks around, giving you the impression that he's not the one causing the the electronics to falter. My man. Go put some boots. 
so Ghost uh, charges up to you. I'm going to seize the initiative. All right. It's like the fucking OK Corral here. <laughs> or the OK Corral. Either one. What'd I say? Corral. Oh, that's not going to work. Good thing we're not fucking... <laughs> Come on, baby. All right, I hit. This is just a stall tactic. That's all this is at this point. The guy soaks fucking 14 damage. Okay. Um, four. Fifteen damage. So uh, you fire a couple rounds, and you notice one of them kind of hits him in the shoulder, and uh, he kind of reels back a little bit, grimacing, and he charges forward and grabs you by the front of your jacket. And with like inhuman strength, lifts you up, and he comes up off the ground as well. Now you're both starting to levitate off the ground, and he just leans in and just whispers, "Nothing you can do is going to stop the storm." And he launches you across the room through the glass, taking your last point of damage. You know, I feel bad for the listener because I think last week I said that uh, Bannon might die. Was it Bannon or did it? Yeah, yeah, I said Bannon might die. I did receive a message from uh, a listener out there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, who asked, this, this is going to sound fucking crazy. Okay. Is Barry a dog? Why the fuck would somebody even suggest that? I don't know. Let me pull it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am ashamed to admit that it just dawned on me that Barry is a dog. I'll tell you what. He's a fucking dog of a producer. Always dogging it, right? That's what the coach says. Stop dogging it. Maybe that's what he meant. You know, I have a dog. You have a dog. Yes. Owen, chief of border security. Um, my dog is Kaiser Soze. Um, he, I would rather have Kaiser Soze as our producer. Dude, it's, it's actually very funny because now that I think about it, he does exhibit behavior. <laughs> Dog-like qualities. Yeah. He's a real piece of shit. The next thing, I swear to God, if I ever see him walking around and he just pulls his pants down and takes a shit... Right outside the West Cabin, that that that's enough. That's enough. And I think we fire him and we bring in somebody else. Right now, I'm still on the fence. I, I really do want to support Barry. I think he's done great things for I love show. how you fucking spend episodes shitting on him and then come back and say he you're still on does, the fence. He still does great things for the show. Dude, he was, he was a day late with mm-hmm. Warhammer. And I get it. Like Listen, We gave it to him at the last minute. I, I get it. I blame us for that. The onus is on us. Not on him. He he can only work with what he has. You know? The guy is not fucking working miracles out there. No, you got that right. God forbid he puts in a little extra effort. I don't know, maybe stays an hour late. Instead, we had to put out an episode on Saturday like we're fucking assholes. Listen, every time I come here, he's already here. Where is he now? Maybe he's in the bathroom. I don't know. The whole time. He could be in the bathroom. He could be in the bathroom. Skip. See? Why? What was the need for that? There's literally nothing out there. <laughs> was he saying hello to us? Yeah, I think so. He's a fan of the show. He honks every time he drives past the West Cabin. Always. Always. Look, I don't have an issue with Barry. I don't know what your, your fight is with the guy. I think it's, it's disparaging to have listeners contact the show and suggest that the guy's a fucking dog. But that's sad. That's really sad. Yeah, because I would rather have a dog. But no, you can't. The dog can't do anything. He does not have uh, what some people like to refer to as opposable thumbs. You don't need opposable thumbs to be a producer for this show. You need pointer fingers. No, you you need a brain. Look, the guy has a mouth. If I only had a brain, I would hate a body, a body, a body, a body, a body. 
Listen. <laughs> he, he does a great job coordinating with Michael and Clyde. You know, yes. if you think Michael and Clyde are doing this all on their own, you, you're, you're. I would be remiss to say that you are incorrect. This is all Barry. Barry puts all that together. All right. Okay. And suggesting that he is a dog is offensive. Okay. Now, again, I don't know. He might identify as a dog, right? We could do that these days. So he might think that he's a dog. But I think we are living in a sad state of affairs if we're going to have people reach out to the show and assume that our producer is a fucking dog. I will not stand for that, and I wish that we could block people that make that assumption. I mean, the next thing you know, what? People are going to say Clyde's a horse? Like, I mean, seriously, like, where the fuck are we going with this? Like, this is ridiculous. Right, and because Michael's last name happens to be a fish, like he's a fish. Right. I mean, let, let's be fucking real. How would? Let me ask you this, yeah. smarty pants out there. Uh-huh. How would a fish procure alcohol for us? They can't even leave their little bowl. Exactly. Just. Yep. Just eating their fish food. Nope. I'm done. It reminds me of I'm an very old, upset. It right reminds now. me of an old proverb, if I may. I'm really done now. Yep. No, okay. Confucius once stated oh, boy. that... <laughs> <laughs>